Hey guys, I'm Paco the Realtor. 16 years of experience helped over 200 families buy and sell the American dream. I'm a local expert, I'm a professional, and I take care of my clients. I pride myself in educating my clients, and I'm also really sarcastic and a storyteller. So why don't you guys get to know me? Hey guys, this is Paco, the Realtor Broker of Novarix Real Estate, local expert storyteller. I'm here with one of my good friends and mentors, Joe Cusimano, who's the broker owner of Pro One Investments. Uh, Joe, how long have you been in the business? Uh, about approximately almost 30 years now. So almost as long as I've been alive. <laughs> yes. Uh, me and Joe go way back. Um, Joe is a real estate broker and a mortgage broker, so he sees both sides of the world, which can be very... Um, it, it can be a good, uh, an excellent thing when you're dealing with problems. He's a good problem solver. Joe's old school, so uses pencils, different colored pencils, but it works. Uh, Joe's done um, my personal on my house, my parents, my siblings. So we have a lot of faith in Joe. And I brought Joe on because with a lot of the products going away and a lot of the mortgage brokers um, having to find who's doing what, one of the banks that keeps coming up is Flagstar. Flagstar. Uh, manages their own paper. They don't sell it. Um, they're a behemoth. So in today's time, you have to deal with people who aren't going to sell the loan because nobody's really buying the loans anymore. Um, and so you have to go with somebody. That's why uh, um, service bank uh, service banks um, are no longer buying paper. Uh, so a lot of these uh, people who no longer can sell their loan, well, they're not going to do their loan anymore because they're not going to suck with the paper because there's only so much cash they have on hand. So let make a long story short, Joe is one of the mortgage brokers that works with a bank that still does a lot of the loans that a lot of the people don't do. And I wanted him to come on and talk about a few things. So Joe, let's start with what is the loan programs that have gone away? They have died, kaput, and no longer available. Well, uh, earlier this week, we got our, uh, your jumbo loans are completely gone now. Your seconds, your HELOCs, lines of credit, they're gone. Construction loans are gone. Rehab loans. Your FHA 203K, so if you bought a property with FHA loan and want to rehab it, those are gone. And what we're afraid of is that there's not enough money there to rehab it and you run short. Now the bank has a property they have. So those pro programs have disappeared. Uh, some of the other things we specialize in is non-QM. Those are like self-employed people where they use 12 months bank statements, 24 months bank statements, or your stated income. So those loans have completely disappeared. Now I hear that they're gonna be coming back, but the interest rates are not gonna be very appealing. They're gonna be 70% loan to value, somewhere between seven and a half to 9%. And that's a minimum of 685 FICO score, where before they were down to 620. What's a, Joe, what's a jumbo loan for the non-mortgage speaking individual? Your jumbo loans, depending on the area, Riverside's 510000 Anything above that figure is considered loan amount, not purchase price. Loan amount is considered a jumbo loan. So any of your high-priced loans, uh, your nine purchase for 900000 only putting 20% down, those loans don't, don't exist at this present time. And all of this stuff is very fluid. If we come out of this in June and it's not, and uh, we're slowly coming out of it and it's not as bad as people think, then um, the banks, this is all, they're just trying to remove liability, right? Or a risk. And so as, as the economy gets better or as the coronavirus starts to disappear, 
you'll slowly start to see pro certain products come back, right? That's pretty much the way it works. That's correct. You hit it right in the head. What, what the problem, like the servicers, which you talked about, what they do is, uh, I heard I heard earlier in the week, there's only 4% of the people have not made their house payment. The tell will be in May how many people don't. The servicers still have to make the payments to the investors. So if the servicers are not getting the money, they have no. They have to use their own money to pay uh, the investors. Uh, they're required to pay the investors. So that's why it's so important. That's why the servicers or the banks are, or I just say a lot of the companies are tightening up with the credit scores because they're feared that they're going to wind up having to foreclose on these properties because of pay, pay, uh, no one's making their payment and they have to use their capital to make the payments to the investors. Right. And to be very clear, um, what we're, what, what we're servicers are, are, are companies that are middlemen. They're not banks. That's so correct. they'll service it for somebody. Then they make a percentage of the interest for taking care of all the headaches and managing the file and the loan and all that. Right. And a lot of them uh, keep a late charge too. So. Yes. Yes, that is correct. Um, all right. Perfect. So we know what's gone. Now I, I heard a lot of scuttlebutt, as you would say that FHA and VA disappeared. It didn't disappear. It just got, um, you got overlays, you got additional stuff that requirements from the banks. How did the FHA and VA uh, change? Uh, what transpires of FICO scores? So a lot of VAs, you're allowed to go down, took extra documentation with FICO scores of 580 and maybe a little bit more down. And 620 was your norm. That's a true FHA. What they've done now is gone to uh, different groups. Each group winds up being a higher cost. For So for example, 640 to 659, 660 to 679, 680 to 699, then 700 to 720 and above that. And what that means, and this is probably uh, a good example here to have your, um, your guest that's watching this. At 660, a 3.5% cost on a purchase of 350,000, you would have to pay a, a half a point discount. So half a point of three hundred and fifty thousand. You're looking at uh, what that would be. Um, uh, be one thousand seven hundred and fifty dollars. That would be a point, a half point to go ahead and buy that interest rate at three and a half. And before we used to be able to raise the interest rate and pay some of the buyer's cost. That is the rate period. There's nothing you can do any better or any worse than that. So I can not even help with towards closing costs. Now to give you an example, at 680, the exact same three and a half percent interest rate on that, that's a part, it doesn't cost you anything. And you can pay a point, $3,050, or $3,500 to buy it down to 3%. Or at 720, now you're at three and a quarter, doesn't cost you anything. And with a point, you can go down to two and three quarters. So the better so the FICO score, the better the interest rate. So pretty much they're, they're, the lower the FICO, the more money they want you to come in with. The higher the FICO, the less you could come in with. And, and those are still great rates. So pretty much what they're saying is if you qualify, you're going to get a good rate because you're a solid buyer anyways. And that's pretty much what they're doing. That's um, You had mentioned before we, we started this call um, how people, for example, that are doing VA, you know, VA is 100% financing. Uh, who don't have the 680 might not be able to buy it. But you said you, you, you can't, there's a solution around that. It's going to cost a little more money, but why don't you tell me an example of somebody who wants to buy VA, 
but because of their FICO, they can't buy right now. What it, what's a, a workaround with that FICO? Well, there's two ways you can do it. My, my, uh, my idea would be you go ahead and do an FHA loan. So for example, again, using the exact same thing, 640 on a VA with 100% financing, your interest rate would be three, three and a quarter, but it's also gonna call you three and a half points or $12,000 just to buy that rate. And the exact same thing, there is no flexibility. But the exact same rate at seven, uh, FICO score at 725, three and a quarters par. So the idea is to go ahead and put the three and a half percent down, buy it, and then refinance it afterwards with your VA loan. Gotcha. Even, even with some of these rates, the other thing to think about, you also have your VA streamline and your FHA streamline. So you always can go back with the rates dropping, refinance that, and uh, maybe just do a rate and term. Or if the value goes up, get some of that money back later on by refinancing uh, 100% like VA used to do. Perfect. Now, question. You said buy now. So let's say I had a question asked by me, uh, somebody earlier. I didn't have the answer. They said, if I have to pay to buy down my rate or to lock my rate or something, and I can't buy because the appraisal doesn't come in, do is that be like an appraisal? It's a hard cost. You don't get that back or do you get that back? No, you do not get that back. That's a hard cost. That's just okay, a hard so cost. Of, you're buying the interest rate. So it's it's like um, it's so it's the same thing as like an appraisal. You if you don't end up buying, you're asked out that money. Okay. Well, only All if right. you get the loan. It, only if you get the loan, you have to pay that. So you don't have to pay it up front, but when you close, you have to pay for it. Gotcha. Oh, I see what you're saying. So if if you if you pay it or you lock it in or whatever you do, um, you pay it at the end. That's correct. The only thing you jeopardize, you need to have, a, again, your broker or your loan officer need to know what they're doing because you don't want to be surprised at the end. Oh, by the way, you need to bring this money to close. So, and now you're jeopardizing your, uh, your earnest deposit money in escrow by canceling the transaction. You could wind up losing that. So you're caught in the pickle. So it's very important that you stay, your uh, brokers go ahead and stay on top of that or your lender stays on top of it, lets you know what's going on. The other thing that's changed a lot too I used to be able to lock when I got the loan, lock it for 45 days or 60 days. Now the lenders are not letting us lock. We only can lock between eight o'clock and five o'clock California time. And after you have the loan submitted and you have an approval. Approval, you still have outstanding conditions, but you have to have an approval before you lock it. And the reason for that, they don't want you to take the loan from here and then move it someplace else and play games with, with the, the, the process. That makes sense. Um, so with everything going virtual, um, there's a lot of things that happen in the process. 4506Ts, uh, verification of employment, a lot of stuff. There's a lot of stuff that, that goes on behind the scenes. Are escrows taking longer now to close because um, everything is pretty much having to go virtual? The answer to your question is yes and no. And it all depends, again, it's going to depend on the person you're working with. And for example, and the reason I'm doing it is that the way I look at it, we have a transaction, we got to close that because every day we wait or we spend, who knows what's going to happen with the market, what's going to change on it. So um, the, one of the things is, like you said, the verification of employment. Now we have to do a verification within three days of the closing. So for example, is that we have to do a, a verification of employment before we can get the CD and order the loan docs. By the time that usually takes three days. 
we used to be able to uh, do a verification of employment for 10. So what transpires is that we do one when we order the CD. And for example, we have somebody sign loan docs today. We actually did the verification again yesterday. So we know we can close it because they will not close the loan or they will not fund the loan unless they have a verification of employment. And it goes back to because things in the are changing so fast, they want to make sure you still have a job in essence. That's exactly right. So it's up to your, like our staff comes in a little bit early in the morning right now. We're here at 6.30, 7 o'clock, and we try and get all that done. So we're making calls and we're making a step list, what we have to do to stay on top of it. But if you're working eight to five and calling that a day, there's a good chance you might not get that day. Just skip that verification or you need that verification that holds it up one or two days. Who knows what's gonna to happen to the market in the one or two days to change. So the answer to your question is yes or no. It depends how quickly you get your paperwork in and out. If I need a, a bank statement, you take a few three days to get that bank statement or that pay stuff to me, that could present a serious problem. So that, you know, where before it was not a problem. All right, and the last question for you, Joe, great information is before, if you gave me a, an approval or a pre-qualification or even a DU approval and said, hey, Frank, um, they're good. Because of things change so fast, if it, if it isn't a few days old, that pretty much PQ is no good anymore, right? Because you don't even know that program exists or they change the guidelines again. So pretty much everybody needs to um, stay afloat, stay in communication with their lender, just in case something else changes that's going to affect them directly, correct? Well, you're, you're right. And the way the markets, as the stock market, as everybody's seeing, one day is up, one day is down. The interest rates do the exact same thing. So if you're right on that borderline and I give you a pre-qual, say you do, and all of a sudden the rates go up a quarter of a percent, that quarter percent, and there there is no fudging, you know, it, it, it's 43 point. If you're 43% and it's 43.01, you now won't be accepted. There is no, you might have to pay off a credit card now where two days ago, you didn't have to pay off that credit card to qualify. Or you, so it's very careful to move very quickly to get that loan submitted, get all the paperwork in and get your approval so you can lock that loan and you're, you're safe. Cause then the PQ, PQ uh, your, uh, your, uh, uh, PQ is good, but you're 100% correct. If there's any time that thing could completely change. Right. All right. All right. Well, Joe, we appreciate your time. Um, if you guys want more information on Joe, I'm going to put his information below in the comments on uh, Pro One Investments. Um, just tell him that, uh, say that uh, Frank uh, sent you, not Paco, because he won't know who Paco is. <laughs> uh, he refers to me as Frank. Um, and then um, maybe what we'll do is we'll bring on Joe maybe every week um, and every and to see if there's any new changes. Uh, this is so fluid, I think. And in today's time, it might actually be needed because things change so fast and there's so much out there. Nobody knows what the hell's going on. So I appreciate your time, Joseph. Thank you, Frank. Thank All you. right. Bye. All right. Bye. Hey, guys. Thanks for watching my video. Hope you love the content. Subscribe below or follow me on social media. Just type Paco the Realtor.